It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van Now This time we mean it. This time it's going to be so much better. Should be. Oh my God, it's going to be ridiculous how good this interview is. This is <laughs> well, the payoff. The bar is set. We've set the bar low. The so. bar is incredibly low. Hey, look at that. It's Sam from Kalimasi, Carcon Carne, still sponsored by C&H Financial Services. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I was saying, when you completely just fell off the, uh, the recording, everyone has that one spot in their home or apartment with no connectivity. It's just, mm-hmm. it becomes like a black hole. You are in that spot in your apartment. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah it's can- the uh it's my office and uh that's i don't know why i decided to put everything that i need the internet for there but that's what we've done yeah so it, it, you were there then you froze everything became sad and dark and if that's not a metaphor for life in the pandemic i really don't know what is yeah so this is so i was saying or you were talking about being available on Bandcamp. um that's how we can support you you've got music you've got Cool merch, cool T-shirts. Um, mm-hmm. And speaking of Bandcamp, you do have new, kind of new, music on Bandcamp. You just put put out this collection of bedroom recordings and demos, very untreated, naked stuff. I mean, th- this is stuff like off your off your voice memos on your phone. I mean, it's... Yeah. I, I think a lesser musician might be intimidated to just put that stuff out in the universe. Yeah, I don't know. We were, we have like so much shit like that where we'll be just like working on I don't know, new songs or whatever and we'll we'll do this thing where we all put our phones in a different corner of the room and record it and then we try and like make a mix of that um just cuz we always have the phones and um that mixed with like like you said bedroom recordings and just like me walking to the bank and thinking of uh like thing and then just recording it and so we were just like let's just like make something fun out of all of that um just to give some people something to listen to and like make something fun out of it and uh some of it is cool because like they are like literally things that had to do with the last record that we put out some of them uh is stuff that's uh will become a little bit more apparent when we put out this next record um and uh, some of it is just like shit that we forgot that we wrote um I just uh, wanted to share it <laughs> for for whatever reason and see if we could drum up a little uh, a, a little bit of uh, interest and and some fun songs and some money and all that kind of stuff. It's interesting going through this, listening to Reindeer Games, the version on this, the recording oh, quality. Well, the recording quality aside, the vision for the song seemed to stay the same from demo to the finish line. Yeah, yeah, I, that was uh, I think that was a demo that we did when we were. Uh, the place that we recorded it at was in a basement in Naperville, Illinois. And we just went to like, see if the studio was cool. And they're like, why don't you guys like rip a live thing? And that's what that was. And it's cool too, because like, uh, that was such a long time ago. And it was my brother played guitar in the band at that, at that point in time. And I was, you know, had like a little pipsqueak voice and we were still trying to fit. We didn't know how to record. So it was cool. It was, uh, it was fun to find that on a hard drive and be like, let's put this out. And then you have a version of the uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young song, Ohio, the protest song, which, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that has all the teeth of the original. That's that's a ferocious little cover you put on there. Thanks. Yeah, we used to play that song all the time, and that was from when we were demoing all the songs for Wind Instrument. Um, that was, like, one thing that we threw at the end, and 
never put out. So figured it was time. And then some friends, which which is that's your stairway to heaven. That's your free bird. Uh, there's a, <laughs> yeah. there's a version of that on there as well. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's just cool. I mean, for people who appreciate the creative process, being able to kind of take a peek at this really un, untouched, unglossed content is cool. And I, I, one of the ongoing discussions I've been having throughout the pandemic is the need for content, the need. We, we were looking for things to engage with and hear and read and watch. So I, there is no, we need to keep the content to keep coming is what I'm trying to say. So this is great. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you had the, the mind to just get something out there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I, I definitely think that something that uh, is cool is just from an artist's perspective is just transparency. Um, just like, as far as like the creative process, like you're talking about, like, I don't know. I like when, uh, I, I really I dig the through the whole Wikipedia of every band that I listen to and I try and find everything. So um, just trying to make more shit available and and kind of like uh, get rid of the curtain entirely. No, no backstage, no behind the curtain. Let's just get rid of the curtain. Let's just show it all because um, why the fuck not? That's kind of where I'm at. Because why the fuck not? Yeah, looking ahead for musicians, it, it's a question I don't even want to get into. We know that things are, are dark and, and foreboding and we're living in dystopia, but let's let's go backward. Let, let's start at the beginning with the band. You, you mentioned starting with the pipsqueak voice, with the mm -hmm. brother in the band. Tell me about starting mm -hmm. the band and, and walk, walk us through the history. Um, the starting of the band was me and John Garrison, who still plays drums um, in Kalimasi in my mom's basement and then his mom's basement and then my bedroom and then uh, a house, a punk house that I lived at for a while in Chicago. Um, and yeah, we've just we've kind of just been going for it um, and trying to think of like like a, a relevant a relevant history to tell we i don't know we just started booking shows just cold emailing and cold calling venues like all across the country when we booked our first tour um and yeah like i said my brother played guitar in the band for a while um had a couple different lineup changes but we really just like wanted to do it and uh just kind of started booking it ourselves and doing it ourselves and and did that until some people took notice and started helping us and stuff like that but uh our mentality's like pretty much stayed the same um i think we've got like a really good crew going and a really good team um both people that are playing in the band and people that are like booking shows and helping us put out records and stuff like that it seems like everybody's on the same page as far as um just like kind of what we want to do um and uh I, I don't know exactly know what that is yet, <laughs> but we're we're still working on it. And uh, yeah, we're going to put out another record here, hopefully soon, um, that we've been working really hard on and hopefully be able to play some shows coming up. But um, one thing that I thought was really cool during this pandemic was just uh, that it was kind of a great of all of all cool things to talk about during the pandemic. <laughs> um, uh, it kind of was a great equalizer for, you know, all different kinds of artists you saw like you know the guitarist of the doors was doing instagram live things and like little bands like kalimatsi doing live things and it was it was cool to kind of have everybody in one place uh for a little bit you know I, and going forward it's it's not going to go back to the way it was before it's going to become something completely new and it was 
I think it was really cool to just be able to open your phone and see see so many people kind of doing the same thing and a lot of people trying to uh, raise money for cool causes and stuff like that. It's it's been awesome to see where everybody's where everybody's hearts are at. I agree, and that's a lovely glass half full way of looking at things. And I agree. And one one of the other topics that comes up a lot is you know, how do artists proceed in all this? And I've said it a million times. I feel like this is such a great opportunity for videos for artists to really. Mm-hmm go all in with video creation because if you can't tour how can you express yourself and i'm yeah. not talking about performances I, i'm thinking like old school mtv creative visions like you know radiohead circa 1998 or whatever like doing some cool inventive shit yeah yeah and that's it's funny that you say that because we we are always jumping on zoom calls to kind of talk about like what we can do um not only to you know, like we keep coming back to help people who are in need right now, but also like, what can we do going forward to, you know, if we can't play shows, like how can we make it a little bit more fun? And, and we are pitching like a lot of cool video ideas to each other. Literally just before this call, I was, um, I'm trying to learn how to use Final Cut Pro so that um, I look like I used Final Cut Pro and not <laughs> like my phone. Um, so yeah, I mean, we've got, we've got like so many hours of, of tour footage from like all around the world that we just, are like yeah maybe someday it'll we'll find something to do with it and I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to make like a cool a cool video that maybe someday I don't know we'll do something with it someday but you're right like content is kind of king right now and it's a dirty word uh, it feels gross to talk about content when there are other things that are more important um, to talk about but uh, yeah making cool content because you know um, at a certain point everybody needs a break. Um, from from the real shit that's happening and, and really want to like, you know, oh, man, I love this record. Or I love this band. And, um, you know, th- there's always going to be a, a place for art and there's always going to be a place for for art, whether it be fun or political or, or active or non-active. It's, um, you know, there's always a place for that. I completely agree. And talking about that last album, which came out in 2017, Wind Instrument, that was, you know, something I obviously was dying to ask you it's been a few years. How close are we to that new album? Well, I mean, there's no rush. <laughs> uh, but th- at the same time, no, I mean, we, we, we recorded it, um, let's see, in late February. It was kind of crazy, actually, because the last show that we played was out in Colorado and uh, at this brewery. We played this show at this, this little festival at this brewery called Ratio in Denver, um, and it was amazing cause they flew us out and they put us up and it was a little festival with like make war and Joyce Manor. And we did this whole thing and we, we had all this momentum and we were like, literally like had a recording set up in the, in the hotel room and we were finishing demos for the record and we played the shows and we flew back home. And the next day we drove to Massachusetts and then we drove, we like hail married it all the way there. And, uh, we set up to record this record and we did the whole thing and like, it was it just it was like such an incredible feeling. We worked so hard at it, and we like really put everything on the line for it. And I think it's going to be a really cool record. Um, and then we drove back, and this happened. And it was just like it almost feels like a dream that we did all that. I mean, mean meanwhile in quarantine, we've been mixing it and like yeah. trying to get it sounding the way that we want it to. But um, yeah, it was just it was a different <laughs> it was a slightly different world when we recorded it. And uh, I don't know, it's it. Uh, I can't wait for it to come out. It's gonna be it's gonna be so great. I think that people are really gonna like it. It's been such a long time, and we're such a different band, both like literally, um, and like metaphysically, the, the the people that we are, um, that 
yeah, I think the songs are cool and people will like it. And we're we're damn close. We're damn close to putting it out to <laughs> to give a shorter answer to your question. Are you gonna put it out in vinyl? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. There it is. Hell yeah. Gotta. You kind of have to. Mm-hmm. I appreciate. In fact, speaking of Bandcamp, I did order Win Instrument on Bandcamp. Cool. Yeah, I sent to you. I think I put a little note in there for you. I hope okay. it got to you. Not yet. But okay. It, it should. The, the mail is like super slow all across the board right now. It is. Like I, I'm, I'm allowing 30 days. Oh like, my god. There was somebody who ordered one from Chile, which was like I was like hell yeah, someone ordered one from Chile, and I've been trying so hard to find a way to ship it to them, but it's so hard to ship things. Yeah. To, to places like that right now that I, I just am if he's listening I'm sorry man I we've been talking over email I'm trying I'm really trying to get it there in a affordable and uh, eventual way yeah and affordable <laughs> is probably a big part of that uh, yeah figuring um, we were talking about videos it, it would be wrong to not mention the video for some friends where you and the band got to play dress up yeah that's that, fun that, that's that's something that if people are bored after watching or listening that's worth the, the the two minutes viewing. It's a short song. Yeah, it is a short one. Yeah, we filmed that in our practice space in Chicago. Our our friend Chris uh, filmed that, and it was. I mean, if you, if you have a practice space in Chicago or have ever been to one, they're very small. Um, they're about the size of like a, a like a matchbook, and uh, changing clothes that many times was very sweaty. And uh, but it was fun. Yeah, we got to do some confetti and shit, and that was like our first crack at like a, a cool music video. And I'm glad so many people have watched it and liked it. It's, oh, it's it a blast. Fun. Talking about how everything was really exciting before the pandemic, you, you recorded the songs, you went to Colorado. Uh, was Riot Fest the biggest show for you at that point? Was that, was that like the, the pinnacle of your touring career at that point? Yeah, I mean, that, and that was such a like a hometown, like, kick through the field goal thing for us because i've been going to riot fest since it was just at congress you know um and it was just like such a cool thing that we've been really trying to trying to get on that on those stages for a long time and um yeah what a if there's never a festival again i'm so glad that i played riot fest (laughs) absolutely so cool all right so you were on band camp you the band is kalimasi uh Mm -hmm. the second time was the charm for the interview yeah we got it we nailed it we redeemed the, the, the first technical issues. Uh, and I want to thank everyone who's been watching on Facebook Live. If you've been listening to the podcast, thank you for that as well. I'm going to stop the uh, live stream.